Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland and Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, buddy? Man, it's a little warmish out here these days, isn't it? Nice fire going, duck season's rolling, rocking along. It's 80 degrees and thunderstorms outside. That's right. Well, I mean, that's pretty ducky weather, wouldn't you say? No, <laughs> that's right. Not at all. So, what have you been doing? Just killing ducks and trying to work a little bit. Lindy texted me today a screenshot of the weather forecast, and it said something about your area stands to receive significant precipitation over the next forty-eight hours. And she texted me and said, "Mary Duckmus." She gets it. It's the most romantic thing that that <laughs> woman has ever sent me. I texted her that. I said, "That's the most romantic thing." You get me. She doesn't get me yet. I mean, it was romantic. <laughs> I tell you what, this past, last week was rowdy with the weather that came through. Oh, yeah. I drove out on Friday night. I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I knew it was going to be severe thunderstorms. And I said, all right, honey, I'm going to going over in Arkansas. We're going hunting in the morning. And she said, you know, there's tornadoes. I said, yep. And then I drove through. I drove through the whole dang thing. Yikes. And there was snow geese, like, in the road. Yeesh. Apparently, that was... Dumber than I thought it was. It was a bad deal. Yeah, it was not smart to be out it, there. It was a bad deal. We were at White Oak, and Jeff lost a big chunk of woods, just kind of cattywampus across, kind of from the center of his property back towards the gate, just yeah. a big swath. And I mean, from the from the drone, you can see it's just it's maybe two hundred yards wide and probably a half or three quarters of a mile long. I mean, Jeez. It, it wiped it out. So but we're here. Anyways. We made it. Yeah. Nope. We're all alive. That's right. By I mean, the hair of our chinny chin chin. And there's our, a wasn't our time. No, there's a, a lot of folks in this kind of quad state kind yep. of area. It's a bad deal, and hopefully people are okay and getting stuff put back together. Yeah, for sure. A lot of folks lost, you know, roofs and houses, and for sure, especially in Kentucky, man, May, Mayfield, Kentucky, mm. and our friend Ryan Graves up there. I mean, they just that town's gone. It is. It's no longer in existence. It's terrible. Um, so we're we're very fortunate and sending prayers to all those who lost a lot in the hurricanes this past week. So mm. tornadoes, not hurricanes. I mean, right. <laughs> Stop laughing. Hurricanes, tornadoes. The only difference is the water. <laughs> right? At this point, you get a lot of I dig it a hole. Okay, sorry. At this point, at this point, you might as well just introduce who who else we got on the horn here. Yeah, so got a got a full cast of characters. Uh, We got Michael Boozer, first time to actually wear the headsets. Yeah, are you going to be as colorful with the headsets on as you are with the telephone? I am basically colorful uh, (laughs) all all the time. time. I I don't. I, I I I'm colorful. So, yes. <laughs> That's the most struggle I've heard for you to get uh, yeah, words no. out. I mean, <laughs> so, I feel like I, this stage feels, fright. We're, so, we're sitting here where we've been sitting all afternoon, and we're staring at each other, and now all of a sudden we have headsets, and there's Now it's awkward. <laughs> and it's, 
It's kind of awkward. So, but uh, yeah, if, if if it's color you want, color you will get. I heard that. I heard that. And then we've got Mr. Keelan samples here, and uh, Keelan's all Alabama red. <laughs> Just not a, not a handlebar in. mustache and Nope. No uh, stranger to the podcast. Nope, I left that north of the border. <laughs> the last time Keelan was on a podcast, we had a random bra wrapped around the podcast board. <laughs> to this day, we still haven't figured out where it came from. Yeah, I'm starting so to think it might have been yours. It was. It could have been, but not a medium bra. <laughs> not a medium you got to say brazier because because bra just sounds a southern person saying bra it was a it is bra brazier is bra f- it was a bra short was, for brazier of course it is well i didn't know that you just thought that bra was just a bra bra yeah it's, yeah okay i didn't know well hold no no, no 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 you stop the hounds hold on this is important information it's a brazier right it's uh, Back to the Seinfeld, it's a man's ear, it's a bro. It's B R A is Well Bra B R A H is Hey dude. Yeah, thank you, bra? Scott. Bra? Bra. I hey, don't bra. say bra. Do you I call me bra? No, but it's a term. <laughs> <That's> right? <laughs> Boy. I think it's yeah. bra. I thought it was spelled B R U H. So, oh so what, what Keelan found was a brazier. It was not a, a bra. It wasn't so, a bro. So you're well, telling me that, a little sexier than bra. Yeah, thank you. It's more like lingerie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, what what Keelan found was actually a sports bra. Right. And I don't know if there is a sports brazier. I don't know if the Jersey brand ever thought of a sports brazier, but this was clearly like. Bra, bra is still short for brazier <laughs> in, in any context. Okay. 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 News to me. <laughs> Down the road we go. Anyways, so Keelan Samples, good to have you on again. Appreciate you having me. <laughs> We've also got the esteemed Scott Rhodes here with us from the Low Country. I'm right? just happy I mean, to be hanging with the cool kids. <laughs> so we have two guests from South Carolina on this show. Yes, sir. Are you both from the Low Country? Um, I'm from sort of the middle of the state and scott is would be more definitely low country country. absolutely okay what do they call the middle of the state i mean like mid-state or upstate or just columbia they they just call it not the low country okay what what geographically defines the low country uh the the basically when you if you leave columbia heading southeast the first cool person you see is the beginning of the low country. So from there until until the Savannah River is everybody over there is, is cooler than you, which is I mean, that's just you know, they and and you just have to you just have to take it and, and you hope you hope they invite you down and let you drive on their highways. Like I said, I'm just happy to be hanging with the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's the so South Carolina has I twenty six and I twenty, and so we're in basically four quadrants, and the everything south of south of I twenty, and what is that? East of I ninety five is the Low Country, and those people just live. They're just they're just down there kicking, kicking it. We're just lucky to if they invite us down. Kind of okay. depends on who you ask. 
Okay. Some people you ask, who is the low country? And they consider it everything east of I-95. And then there are okay. those that consider I-20 to 95 and then south to, say, Savannah, the low country. Re- regardless yeah, of who considers what, it's a regional Scott, thing. Scott lives, Scott lives uh, in, the, in the right. Scott lives in God's country. Okay. okay. All right. So, I mean, it's, it's, Scott lives in the right place. Gotcha. I, I do not. Yeah. We let him hang out every now I appreciate that. I hear you. So, what are y'all doing here in Arkansas? Killing mallards. <laughs> uh, we came over, we had a little break, and uh, came over and tried to shoot some ducks. And, and of course, uh, Arkansas has been like South Carolina. We have no water. And um, so, if you have water, you got ducks. And yep. um, there happens to be a little bit of water around here. <clears throat> happens to be a few ducks. So, we shot a couple of them with shotguns. Have you seen a duck come through the trees? I have. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Scott it's gave been, us a big thumbs it's, up. It's, you can't see the thumbs up. It's been pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely not been what it normally is, but it's been pretty good. Enough snowflakes to there you go. make a man smile. Somebody said the other day it's been a wrestling match, but we've won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so when when we lose – we pack our decoys out and get sweaty and put them back in the boat. When when they lose, they they die. Yeah, wake like, up dead. Yeah. So it, you know, we've we've won, we've won a good many battles. And it, Keelan. Yeah, I'd say we've definitely got our share in. <laughs> Man of many words over there, Keelan. It's past my bad time. He's about to become one with that chair he's sitting in. Oh me. Well, I'm glad y'all have come to Arkansas. This has been a really fun three days. It's not – I don't – people ask me this all the time but or, or assume, but I don't sleep in Arkansas very often. Like, it'll be less than ten times all season that I sleep in Arkansas. And so, the last couple of days, I mean, this has been really fun. You know, Lindy has never met you guys, but she knows who Michael Boozer and Scott Rhodes are, and she knows y'all are my friends. And so, you know, for – couple of weeks i've been telling her i'm i'm gonna need to be gone for three or four days you know and so this has really been enjoyable to me to hunt watch the ducks in the afternoon and then you know sleep in instead of getting up at two o'clock and rushing over here <laughs> so i for one can't thank you enough for the hospitality oh. and, and getting to hang out with y'all and man what a treat it's, yeah, it's, it's been fun stories. you know I, I i've said a couple of times this week that when you think about our Arkansas gets a bad rap, right? Because it's like, oh, everybody's in Arkansas and there's 65 trillion people there hunting ducks. But there's there's just few places in the world that you get timber mallards. True, yep. stand by the tree, hang your gun up, kick the water, and shoot them, you know, coming through the trees. And, I, I mean, obviously in Kansas you can shoot six and – you know, Washington, you shoot eight, but but here is just one of those places that you just get to have that pure, like snowflake mallard. You know, mm-hmm. shoot them in the trees, and it's just it's just one of those places you just got to come back. Like, you, once you get used to it, you can't you can't yeah. see enough of it. Yeah, I've uh, I've shot mallards a few times in in Arkansas over the years and back in the nineties, but really and truly, this is the first time I. Had the uh, opportunity to hunt them in the timber. Mm. It was 
I just, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> special, special times to share with good friends and. Yeah. Yeah, we had a fun conversation this afternoon about, you know, whether it was kind of, we went around the circle and talked about whether we enjoyed duck hunting more or turkey hunting more or Keelan even brought up the old, you know, pine tree goats. Deer hunting. Yeah. But uh, it is special. And, you know, I, I still don't, I don't like to choose my favorite meal. I don't like to choose my favorite ice cream. I don't like favorites of anything. I like, I like about the top four of something. And when it comes to hunting, I just, I think it's so cool that we don't have to choose between, you know, ducks and turkeys or ducks and turkeys and deer. I mean, they, seasons are pretty salty in my opinion. But in the, we, we should separate turkeys, ducks, and then deer. Let's just put deer over there. I mean, that's fine. I I threw beach, going to the beach in the mix. I mean, they're all in different seasons, so until I have to choose, I don't really want to have to rank them. I mean, yeah, but um, if a if a turkey walked up to you on the beach, you'd be excited about it. A deer is just a different. I mean, it's just a deer, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a, a big buck coming through the woods chasing a doe is pretty exciting. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying you can do them at separate times. That's about the one hundredth time he said, "Okay." Boozer's on a mission to get us to change the intro from "Get 'em" to "Okay." He lost me at Turkey and Beach. Where do we put Turkey and Beach together? I, just don't, I, I think that deer should be in a different category than ducks and turkeys. That ducks and turkeys are religion, and then there's deer that walk by you while you're sitting in the woods. You know, whatever. Well, it's a deer. I know. What about the beach? You I brought, like, the, I love you the, brought beach. the beach into the conversation. I, I brought the beach into uh, the you conversation because Spence I, I like the beach. And okay. I've never been sitting at the beach in June or July and, and had to choose whether I'm going to get up in the morning and go turkey hunting or shoot mallards or shoot deer. I, they're they're separate. They're seasonal, you know. That's right. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like all of them. If yeah. someone has made it this far in this podcast, they're committed. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about whatever they want to hear about. That's right. That's right. So speaking of things that I want to talk about, like I want y'all to kind of debrief just a little bit on the invitational. Mm-hmm. And it's your brainchild, right? Yeah. All Scott's right, so, brainchild. So. Well, it's not mine. Somebody else started it. Okay. Um, you want to go through the whole history of yeah, it? Yeah, give me the whole history and. Okay, so I've hosted it for 10, 10 years, maybe longer. But it started as a uh, uh, Tall Timbers fundraiser. It began at Groton Plantation um, one year at Groton, and then it uh, uh, I moved it over and, and started hosting the year after that, and it's continued since then. Yeah, well, so. while, while Scott while Scott uh, flaunts his humility, <laughs> the to 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 say that Scott hosts something, it's an incredible group of people, an incredible group of landowners, an incredible group of turkey hunters that come together, and Scott is incredibly gracious to put all those people together and and you know we hunt turkeys on 
insane properties that have tons and tons of turkeys. And so for Scott to say, yeah, yeah, I host it. Of course he does. There's tons of food. There's tons of, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, a fine time and yes, he hosts it, but. So I've only provided a venue for. Yeah, but the, I mean, the, the, it's, a, it's a mighty, else. it's a mighty fine venue, right? Well, and, it, and it was hosted where before you? At Groton Plantation. Where is that? Which you? is eight miles uh, west of me. Okay. Uh, uh, off the Savannah River. I got you. And it was held there one year. And then after that, I hosted it since. Okay. Um, but like I said, it started as a tall timber fundraiser. And is it, that a nonprofit? Yeah. Tall Timbers uh, is, um, uh, yes, a nonprofit uh geared towards uh, wild quail and turkey research gotcha. and um, longleaf ecology and whatnot down in uh, southwest Georgia. Okay. And um, so they still hold an event there similar to this uh, in Thomasville. And uh, so it's that's how it kind of all got started was uh, tall timbers and mm. Uh, it got moved over, and one thing led to another, and it became a QDMA um, fundraiser. Okay. And uh, how many years have you been? from there. How many years have you been hosting the, the invitation? Uh, at least ten now. I think it's longer than that. Okay. Uh, maybe eleven or twelve. Okay. Yeah. And um, how many years have the kids been involved? Last year was the first year. Yeah. Oh, wow. We were going to start it with the kids the year before, but then COVID hit. And so 21 was the first kid year. Yep. Yeah. That's super cool. So you know, kind of walk us through that. So I think we this was the first year we had the uh, youth portion of the Turkey Invitational. Okay. And I think we had 10 kids yep. that participated. Um, and I think that was monumental. Man, that was so cool. Yeah. Um, getting the kids involved and i really think next year it's gonna double there'll be a lot more kids involved and uh just such a great time they um when you the the long weekend of things and and hanging out with the the kids and the dads and everybody the the over the weekend after the main event uh watching the kids run around at night and play and doing their thing that kids get to do and just good yeah. stuff. I thought you had an interesting, Boozer, I thought you had an interesting insight on um, your little girl and her interaction with Omi and Jane. Yeah, so so Scott has a, Scott's daughter is 13, Jane, okay. and, and then Omi is, Omi is 13. 13. Yeah. And so they are, they're the cool kids to and Matt. Yep. And, and so, the fact that they hunt, it makes hunting cool to Ann Mac. So we live in Columbia, which is, you know, a city, and Scott lives in the country. And so Jane's friends, hunting to them is not foreign. Uh-huh. But to Ann Mac, it's none of her friends hunt. Yeah. So when she sees Jane and Omi, and she thinks they are the two coolest humans in the world, that the fact that they hunt, makes her i mean makes the fact that she hunts cool you know right right. and and so what scott did you know and we talked about this for a couple years is 
you know, on Thursday night, we have all the adults and, you know, we have the, we have a big cookout and it's great. And Friday night, Friday, everybody hunts. But then Friday night, for the most part, most people, most people are gone. And then you have the kids and the kids are running around doing, you know, just playing on the farm, playing on, you know, four wheelers or whatever. Acting like kids. Acting like mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. And, and then they get to hunt Saturday. Mm. And, and what, I, what you saw, I think, yeah. is that people actually kind of held great hunting places back for the kids. for the kids. <laughs> you know, like Aunt yeah. Matt got to hunt an insanely good place, and yeah, I, you know, you told the story yeah. of, of the of the turkey she killed, which was awesome. <laughs> but but that turkey could have been could have been killed by any sure. of a hundred humans. Yeah, and Scott Scott made it a priority for somebody you know for Aunt Matt to, mm-hmm. to to get to hunt there that's and, awesome you know it's cool it's very very cool so yeah it is very cool and i i really that that the whole thing about Aunt Mac thinking that jane and omi are cool oh that so resonates with me <laughs> i it, mean because you it's need been that. Huge to me and scott scott hands down clothes and and <laughs> i could have a jacket that could be spray painted with glitter and i'll be like well this is this from jane and she's like oh jane it's jane's jacket yep cool and, and never take cool. it off yeah, i mean i'm in i'm in anything yeah. that jane touches and max in yeah you know it's cool yeah there's so much talk about getting kids involved in hunting and, and in the outdoors and stuff but there's not a ton of talk about this about there being not just your kid not just bringing your kid to camp with 15 other adults but connecting your kid with other kids because there's a comfort level that's involved there that, I mean, they can love dad and they can enjoy spending time with dad all they want to, but when there's other kids that are their age, that's, it's like, that's a whole new ball game. Absolutely. Yeah. It gives, it gives her so much confidence to go to school and to say, I, I hunt, I go hunting with my dad because those kids don't, they don't hunt. Right. But Jane does. And Omi does, and so so Emma's like, well, well, Jane and Omi and I hunt, and yeah. and she takes that confidence with her, and it's it's so great. I mean, every you know every little boot, every boot that Scott gives me, she'll wear it for a week. It's just it's just cool, you know. Yeah, it's super cool. Very does, cool. Does Fran have any friends yet that are hunting? Right? I don't know if Fran had us any friends yet. She's got two friends. Well, she's got two friends. Actually, Ellie may be her favorite of the three of us. Okay. So she's she's getting up there. Okay. Well, it won't be long. It won't She'll be long. Be. It's fun hearing, uh, you know, as Keelan sawing a few logs over here. He uh, He's out. He's gone. Stone cold. Count them out. But uh, it's been encouraging to me for all these guys who are hunters that have that have daughters. Yep. It's just been so fun to that, mm-hmm. you know, just be able to look forward to, I mean, who knows if we have more children, but right now I got one, yeah. right? And that's all I'm yeah. thinking about right now and about having the opportunity someday to, to sit next to a tree with her or lean lean on a tree with her and hunt. Like, yeah. That's pretty – that's wild. So, speaking of daughters, I'm going to rabbit trail us. This is not a rabbit trail, so don't – I didn't hit the button. Did you keep, see me flinch? Keep the flinch. hounds in the truck. Hounds, okay. are in the, hounds are in the box. Speaking of daughters, mm-hmm. as, as, a, as dads of four daughters here, let's – the three of us, I'd like to know – Whichever one of y'all wants to answer this first, give me your give me a couple of tips for hunting with your daughter. It's well, a great question, Scott. Scott's done. Scott. Yeah, done. he's the hero for sure. 
Uh, I, I'll, I'll I'll start real quick. I was I remember um, I remember walking out of the of the ho- uh, the hospital the day that we found out we were gonna have Matt, and we found out she was a girl, and uh, I was like, man, you know, I just always <laughs> thought I'm 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 Michael Boozer. We have boys. We, yeah, right. You know, we do things and we right. tackle trees and whatever. And uh, and so <laughs> we kill stuff. And yeah, whatever. It's a, that we do boy stuff, and and I remember walking, and Kaysen could see that I was I had some some consternation, mm-hmm. and we're we're walking through the parking garage, and I was like, man, I just don't know what to do with a girl, and she grabbed me by the back of my shirt, and she turned me around, and in the most direct thing she's ever said to me. She said, you do the same thing with a girl that you do with a boy. And she'll love to do every bit of it with you. That's cool. And it was, it's been so cool hmm. because I've, I've just treated her. I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't treat her like a boy. She's still right. my She's daughter, still your little girl, <laughs> my little girl. But, yeah. but if, if I say, am I, we're going to, you know, rope some, Right. You know, we're, we're going to go do whatever. She's like, okay, yeah, let's rock and roll. That's awesome. That's yeah. one of the things you told me. Yeah, is they don't treat them like they're fragile. Yeah, is one of the things and, you and, said. And to they me. are. They'll, they'll want to do whatever you want to do. Nails. They'll do. And if if you never treat them different, mm-hmm. they just rock and roll. They're like, okay, mm. let's That's go. Awesome. Let's go. That's awesome. So Scott, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll defer to. Scott. I, I, I don't have much else to add to that. I agree a hundred percent. I never once. I mean, I can't remember thinking back on when I thought, well, I'll have a girl. How do I treat a girl? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a boy. It was always, this is my kid, and this is what I'm going to teach him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I never considered that they were a girl. How do I teach them how to hunt? Yeah. As a girl, they're, they're my kid, and mm-hmm. if you want to hunt, we're going to hunt. It doesn't matter doesn't matter one way or another. Give me some specifics, though. I mean, I I know I'm, I'm trying to get y'all to say a few things I got in my head, but <laughs> but there's some specific things like like you told Ann Mac when we were sitting on that turkey. You know, look, if you want to get up and walk off, you know, we 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 don't have to shoot this turkey. But if you're going to sit here, you need to sit still. Kind well, of that's the, that's the same thing with whether it's a turkey hunting or fishing or. Or or getting ice cream. Yeah. When it when it <laughs> ceases to be fun, yeah. You stop and you leave. Okay. So wonderful. Yeah, I've always I've always packed snacks. I've done you know I've said look we're gonna make this fun, but when it's not fun, you cut it off. And you, you tell leave. me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And 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 sometimes they have to pee, and sometimes they they're ready to leave, and sometimes you you know I took Wesley hunting deer hunting this year. And and it's forty five minutes before dark, and it's time to go. <laughs> it's it's yeah. I mean, it's time to go. And and so when it's not fun for them, then it's not fun. And and you can't you can't make them have fun. Mm-hmm. So so just just go, you know. And and there there are times to plant your flag, right? Yeah. Absolutely. There are times to plant your flag and say, hey, look. We stay till dark because deer come out right before dark. But, you know, there are other times that 
you you fight the fights you can win, yeah. mm-hmm. and and let them have fun. Let yeah. them, you know, whatever whatever come what may. Um, not Scott. Look, Scott's done a much better job than I have. So, well, I got a few years they knew with as far as that's obvious. Yeah, well, <laughs> not <laughs> not the sense that you're referencing. You know, I mean, I'm talking about raising a girl and and how long she's been in the woods. And yeah. She's twice Ann Max age and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, I guess th- this year was a big year for for Jane and I hunting together. She did a lot of bow hunting and she killed her first two deer with a bow this year. Wow! And which was huge and uh, a really cool experience for me. Probably mm-hmm. even better than her. Just okay. sitting there coaching her through uh, through that and. Uh, I'll have a whiskey and water. <laughs> that's that's what we're asking you to do. You just went from Keelan just went from snoring <laughs> to like yeah, sweet boozers over here saying this very meaningful, awesome thing, and then Keelan's over here snoring, and I, we all held it together. But there was once or twice I almost want to take my headset off and just hold put it, it on Keelan. Keelan's nose. Are you serious right now, Keelan? <laughs> I went. I went to hand him. I went to hand him a cup, and he goes, he said, "I don't. Good. I don't want to drink." He said, "I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about you, Bubba. I'm, yeah. I'm not asking for you if you <laughs> want some. This is about me. So, we can go back to the, the your question or what you were saying. Great. And I'm not- yeah. So we were we were we were on the um, well before the whiskey. We were. I was telling y'all <laughs> about Jane and bow hunting with her. Yeah. And, right. So I got I got several lock-ins set up where I got two side by side. Where I can sit with her and okay, yeah, it's a it's such a cool experience and you can coach them through it, talk them through it. And, and now, was she drawn to bow hunting or was that was that um, a, you should try this? Or? She, I don't know. She she's always. I mean, yeah, she started hunting turkeys when she was five years old. Wow, and uh, just for a thirteen year old, that feels really ambitious. Yeah, she's in. You know, this year she. She worked on the bow. She um, she was drawing fifty pounds this year. A thirteen year old girl was pretty solid, and um, yeah. So it was wow. That's a man who doesn't pour very many brown waters. Wow, that's like a straight brown water. (laughs) Very neat. Hold on. You gonna talk? You gonna fish? (laughs) Yowza. Anyway, Uh, so it, it was being able to sit beside them and. Talk them through it in today with the kids and yep. telephones and their connection to the internet and yeah. um, it's great to break away with them and get that in cue with with what yep. what's going on around them and and mm-hmm. they got deer right up underneath them and they got a. <laughs> They can't move, and they learn how they learn all those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, just a incredible experience, and getting to coach her through those things, and learning when to move and when not to move. There's just so many subtleties that it you you can't even cover in one conversation. Yep. That oh, yeah. The parts of hunting that you learn, whether it's duck hunting or it's deer hunting or turkey hunting, and yeah. It's it's That's, it's it's really neat. It's I've enjoyed seeing the bond and the friendship that it has created for so many of my friends with their kids. Mm-hmm. And we were t- kind of talking about that earlier. That you know, the enjoyment that we get from 
taking our kids hunting is not just about what we kill because Lord knows you take your kid hunting 20 times, you know, for it's something hard. like a turkey or yeah. a deer and you don't get it done, you know, every time. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not so much about what you kill as it is what other opportunity do you have in your life to ride in the car with them for 30 minutes or an hour to walk through the woods. You know, there's like so many other things that pop up that create so many, like, I don't even know what you call it, but points of bonding, you know, and just like memories and things yeah. like that, that, that are, man, I mean, you can't put a price tag on that stuff. Like, I don't know how people who don't hunt <laughs> spend time should, with their kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Goodness. And the fishing. Yeah, exactly. I Fishing mean, as well. right. It's like just... take the pursuit out of it for just a second. It's like the, it's the going and the coming and the getting ready and yep. the talking, yep. you know, it's all those things kind of create a bond that has nothing to do with whether or not you catch any fish or kill any deer or kill any turkeys. I mean, it, you know, it, it I don't know. It's just a, it, it's good for them not to kill something, right? <laughs> you know, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's healthy for them to, to deal with failure. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, I think that I learned so much with Scott, like just watching him raise Jane and, and it's, you know, you make mistakes right or wrong. And, and it's, it, it's, he was so intentional and of course he made mistakes. Of course, of course she missed deer. And of course mm-hmm. that happens, but that's, that's part of it, right? It's mm-hmm. failure as a parent. We, we learned, I learned through Scott, you know, messing up or I, you know, I learned through me messing up and Jane learns through her missing a deer and all those things. It's that's in real life is failure. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's been cool to, to just to watch, <laughs> especially Jane. She's just, I mean, she's insane. She's mm-hmm. just grown and, and excelled. And now she's shooting sporting clays and yeah. killing turkeys and shooting deer with a bow. And and I couldn't imagine. I, I can't I can't think of a a thirteen year old girl in my class. You know, in in eighth yeah, grade, that was shooting deer with a bow. Yeah, me either. Gee, I can't Very think cool. of any other boys in my class. I mean, I was eighteen when I killed my first deer with a bow. So, like I, I mean, that's in, it's impressive. I, How old was Jane the first time when you took her hunting? Man, three or four. Okay. Yeah. I remember taking her, and it it wasn't like I pushed it. She wanted to go, and I remember taking her, and I had to take a blanket, and it was cold, and we got in a box stand. Yeah, and the packing list changes a little bit when you take it does. Kids. And I got a video. I'll have to dig it up sometime and, and share this at a later date, but I got one where I took her one afternoon on a deer hunt, and it was maybe in December. It was mm-hmm. Clear and cold, and uh, the owl started hooting down. The, you know, the barred owl started hollering down the swamp, and uh, she decided she was going to make barred owl call. And <laughs> I'm not going to try to duplicate that right now. And if she ever hears oh, me on. talking about this, she's going to be mortified, and she will eventually. But uh, it's 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 pretty cool the sound she made it was it was pretty special <laughs> how old was ann mac oh man I've, I've got a video it used to be in this club uh at the borough plantation and and i took ann mac with her blankie and she was i think she was two so we i took her out and walked her <laughs> down this road and 
and we went and listened for turkeys, like scout for mm. the season. Mm-hmm. And and I've got this incredible video, and it's it. it she hears them. I'm like, I, you know, I hoot, and the turkeys gobble, and she goes, "I'm like, do you hear him?" She goes, "Yeah, Dad, I hear him. Can we go back to the truck now?" And it's, I mean, you know, it's immediate. Like she is, she is there to make me happy, and she wants to go straight back to the truck. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've always taken her, and I've got a, I've got a great picture. I, I shot a limited does when she was. I guess she had just just turned two, and she's sitting on the tailgate of my truck, and she looks like such a baby, huh. and it sits right by the chair that I sit in my house, and uh, and it's just you know it's just a reminder. You're like God Almighty, she's she's just such a child. Uh, yeah, she she's twenty pounds, you know, and um, so yeah, it's been. I mean, uh, she's gone as much as I've. Been willing to take her. She'll go whenever. That's so cool. Well, Sorry, I cut you off. It's earlier. okay. One of the things I just wanted to point out that's probably really obvious to all of us, but is I think it's so cool to see the chain effect of, you know, Jane's 13. And at 13, Jane's done more than, say, even my 16-year-old. She's killed a couple turkeys, but she's not shot a bow. She's killed a deer. But, but she didn't really care about it when she was 13. She's just recently in the last year or so thought about it. So Jane is like way out ahead of, of Ann Mack, Maddie, obviously Fran. But, I mean, we're all kind of learning from each other in the process. Mm-hmm. And and I, I guess I'm pointing that out because, I mean, you're talking about Boozer. You're talking about things you've watched and learned from Scott. And I'm thinking about things I've watched and learned from Scott and even from you and, you know, and I'm sure you're sitting here, Rob, just soaking this oh, up. Oh, yeah. But, but none of us woke up and thought, I mean, I'm going to speak for Scott, but I know Scott didn't wake up and think, I'm going to help Jane shoot her bow today so that Aunt Matt can learn how to shoot a bow. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, like you don't think about the people that are in your wake behind you. Mm-hmm. But that's such a powerful, you know, I mean, not only are you connecting with your kid, but, man, you're – you're kind of paving the way for somebody else that's 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 watching and learning and you know I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, I think they're uh, the kids are just like us. We all picked it up at different times. You sure. know, you may at a boozer, you may have started bow hunting before I did, or you know at a younger age, or uh, vice versa. But the the kids are the the same way. They you got to kind of read them and, mm-hmm. and see what they're ready for and let them. Kind of take it up on their own. Well, yeah. a, a, a few years ago, probably three, I guess maybe three or four years ago, Scott was talking about getting a camera. And, and he said, he made a statement, and you probably don't even remember this. He said, I need to get something to film this because the next however many years of my hunting life are going to be about my kids. Yep. And he said it so matter-of-factly, but – I went home and I was like, "Oh my god!" And <laughs> he thought about it. The next forty deer I see killed, thirty-eight of them are going to be my kids. Yeah, and and I was like, "Man, that's crazy to think about." Because you know, as a hunter, you're you go and you gather, mm-hmm. like you hunt. You you're you're a big tough dude. You're gonna mm-hmm. go walk through this and do that and kill this and kill that, and then all of a sudden you realize it ain't about you anymore. <laughs> You know, right? Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. And and all of a sudden, you're like, oh my gosh, all the stuff I've learned 
I've got to put it into them, and and they're going to be the ones killing stuff, and I'm going to be the one loading in the truck and skinning it, <laughs> you know. And and Scott, the way Scott said it, it when he was talking about that camera, and he didn't realize he was even, you know, giving me a lesson. He was like, "Man, this is that's that's what this is going to be about. The next ten years, fifteen years of my life is going to be about watching these kids kill stuff." Yep. So. On we go. <laughs> it's pretty cool. There was no kids this morning. We killed some stuff. <laughs> there were no kids. We did kill some stuff, but we also missed some stuff. I'll take all the misses right on the chin. I did not handle my shotgun very well this morning. Uh, you know, it goes around. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, Nor did Scott. Hey, easy, boozer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Keelan, yeah. Pipe down over there. He's smiling. <laughs> You told me you were shooting a 410 this morning? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. What possessed I, you to do that? I've always wanted to do it, and I thought that that might be the right time. I will I've, say that sucker bared down like first eight or ten I saw-ish. Give four. Or take. Give the first four. four. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you shot a few wood ducks. There was some too. wood ducks and a couple widgeon yeah. in there. Gadwall and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I could tell you were really paying attention, though, is my point. I mean, you. You know, I, when you I felt took, like you really had to direct it no, a little, yeah. So when I took it, I said, I said, you know, I'm not going to be like, you know, crushing one, leaving 40 yards out of the hole. I was like, when when they come in, take your time and kill one, just kill one. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you think about that, when you got six dudes, if everybody kills one. Yeah, yeah, numbers, and, and, numbers and, rolling up quick. And when you think about it, you're like, oh, when they when they come in, the forty come in, we're gonna kill thirty seven of them. Well, no, you're not. You're not. So just kill one. And I just took that damn, excuse me, I took that doggone four ten, <laughs> and they would come in. I would shoot one, and it was a lot of fun. It was incredible. Yeah, it was fun. It was impressive to um, the the killing power that I had. Yeah, I was excited about. So, it. so we haven't really glorified this because yeah, it's not really fair to. But Jeff Farmer has been very gracious to host us here for a couple of days of hunting. Quite gracious, and I unreal. Mean, that's a anomaly, I guess is a decent word, but um, it's really been fun. <laughs> Special uh, couple of days indeed. Yeah, the rain may never fall till after sundown. This. <laughs> In, in short, there's simply not a more congenial spot for happily ever after than here in Camelot. No doubt, it's, it's amazing. I've heard Camelot and Disneyland like a lot yeah. the last couple it's, days. It, it is, <laughs> it's it's a special place. Yeah, it really is. We've we've enjoyed a couple of really cool afternoons in the tower. It's been interesting how every day they've been kind of somewhere different. You know, there's a bazillion ducks here. But blue, a blue million. A blue million is the right term. That's exactly right. But every day they've been in a slightly different spot and a different kind of amount. And we were talking about I felt like there were more tonight than there have been the previous two, but y'all kind of felt like there was more Monday night than tonight. Yeah. I mean, you know, so our perspectives are all different, but they were certainly in different places. Um, and anyways, just the, the habitat and the habitat management that goes into, you know, Making this many ducks show up at one place is pretty impressive and pretty cool, really. <laughs> it it's it's amazing. 
and and a drought year in seventy five degrees is certainly not helping anything. But yeah, I mean, we, we could have shot them topless this morning. I mean, we were it was it was hot. It was hot. It was uncomfortably hot. But you know what Jeff does, and so yesterday we watched what fifty thousand ducks feed in a in a forty acre rice field, and this afternoon. Wait a minute. Yesterday afternoon, we actually probably watched 5,000 feed in a green deer food plot. True. They were still there this afternoon, too. Yeah, there weren't as many this afternoon as there were. They were still in the food plot. They were still in that food plot. That was wild. Yeah, it is crazy. Migratory waterfowl. No doubt. No doubt. So, well, man, it's, Keelan said this afternoon, we're 10 days to Christmas, which means we're really only about 70 days until somebody's, Yelping at a turkey again. Woo-hoo. Be lying if I said I wasn't missing it. <laughs> this morning, this morning did not make me miss turkey season. <laughs> no. Mallard, mallard no. ducks are no. fun. God, are fun. Mallard ducks are fun. I'm glad we don't have to choose. <laughs> yeah. When you go out one one of those January mornings with the high pressure and blue skies and yeah. it's 28 degrees in January and they're gobbling. Yeah, it'll make you miss it. <laughs> I would uh, go for blue skies or 28 <clears throat> degrees. I don't even need them both at the same time right no. now. <laughs> Th- this week we've had sun and we've had wind, but we hadn't had both. No. You know, it's, it's it's been sunny and dead still, and then it's been windy and super cloudy. 20 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> wind. And, yeah. So maybe it looks like on the weather we're about to get a bunch of rain. So well, heck, come Sunday it's going to be down in the twenties. Is it really? Yep. Cold front on the backside, all this rain. Cold front, yeah. I'm looking at it. it's looking like five days of fantastic below freezing at night. We need that. Yeah, definitely need that. Yeah, because it's been terrible. <laughs> it's July no, it's in South Carolina. The weather awful. has been terrible. Yeah, it's been awful. I have not shot. I, I shot one. I shot one hen yesterday. And then, other than that, it's just been terrible. We probably ought to wrap this up before you start lying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is documented for all time. <laughs> so, well, good. All right. Let's go to bed. It's time. I'm tired. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all. Can we wrap the podcast up without yeah, going we, to bed? We Do we have we, to go to bed? We're just acting. You know, we're like. Selling the, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, thanks for joining Wrapping us for another episode up. of the Rolling Thunder podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Night.